Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. Hi, Sammy. Guess what we're doing? We're doing another live show. You guys will be able to come see us on March 15th, 2020 at 7 p.m. We are performing at El Cid in Los Angeles. And guess what? Afterwards, there's going to be a hangout on the patio. After where you can party. Hang out with us. I mean, Woo-hoo. until Katrin gets too sleepy and goes to bed. Because <laughs> she's a grandma. Yeah. So tickets are $10. You can Venmo at KK Sam Podcast. If you are a patron, you'll get a discount. Or if you'd like to join as a patron, you'll get a discount. And um, all proceeds go to charity. It is going to the Downtown Women's Center in Los Angeles, which is for homeless women. It provides housing, safety, and employment for homeless women in L.A. And we are excited. And you should come to the show because it's going to be fucking fun. Yeah. And you can eat and drink your face off and we'll make you laugh. And we'll put all the info in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, so see you check then. Check it out. See you then. Bye. Bye. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hi! Hello! And welcome to... Kim and Cat Stay Alive! Maybe! We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And we are going to tell you and spoil the fuck out of an entire horror movie. And Kim, this week, is going to try to stay alive in it. That's right. I'm Kim and that's Ketrin. Yep. This voice is Ketrin. <laughs> and this voice is Kim. I'm the one with, without... Uh, I was trying to describe Ooh. us, but... In what Without, way? Physical? Yeah. Like I was like, I was like trying to think of like what's, Kim has like short dark hair. I have like strange. And a side shave. And a side shave. But your side shave isn't in any of our promo oh, photos. Right, that right, was right. where I bangs. was getting hung up then. She had, she has bangs, bangs the, and a side shave. Bangs and or side shave. That is Kim. Uh, frizzy, unkept hair <laughs> is me. Um, I think it's again it's less about the visual that people are confused about and more about the I don't even know that anyone's confused it's just like if this was their first episode they'd like be honestly like, Who's who? so what you're saying your is voice. we're confusing them more they're yeah. like I wasn't confused but now, now I'm I am. confused basically the person the voice telling the story this 
episode is, is Catherine. Yes, I will be telling the story. This is my voice. Uh, Cheers. China holes out. Tits up. Tits up. I'm having a really weird day, Sammies. I switched Kim and my shot glasses. I know it was very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Drinking she walked out over of. with the weirdest face, <laughs> and I was like, "What's happening? It was, is everything yeah. okay?" Because uh, we were drinking two different things, and so I poured what Kim wanted into her into my my shot. Yeah, it it's very weird. We're off. We're mm, off, you guys. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hi. Hello. Uh, I can't make any promises because my brain literally feels like half of it is on vacation right now, and I don't know where it is because I would like a vacation as well. That's so, how, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, those are always my best episodes. Yeah, I am so getting maybe. A, I maybe maybe hard to say. <laughs> you ever wonder where that maybe comes from in the title? <laughs> We're telling you right now. <laughs> uh, I do get a little mini vacation this weekend though, and I'm very excited. Me too. Oh yeah, you too. Oh, we're both vacationing. That's we neat. We're you're going to Arizona. I'm are they in Arizona? Phoenix? I think I think they're outside Phoenix. Phoenix? My parents oh. moved to Arizona, and I yeah. haven't been to their house, so I'm going. There you go. And my one of my brothers and his wife and kids are coming out, so that'll be fun from yeah. Philly. That'll be awesome. I am going up to. Oh, you know who I'm going to see, guys episode 47 I think no oh. it wasn't episode wow. 47 it was just 47 meters down oh I was about to be like Whoa. no no I knew that there was a number in there look at this rain man over here I, I it is just pulled out the episode number like it was nothing no as usual there is a drought there is no <laughs> rain man over here <laughs> whatever episode number yeah. 47 meters down. 47 was. meters down I'm gonna say 39 okay Let's, except there's no way because I it was mine, and I do even numbers. <laughs> I wish we had bet on it right before you realized that. I'd be like, "Give me all your money." Uh, Episode thirty, so forty-seven meters down. We had major technical difficulties, but it was such a funny episode that we were like, "How can we salvage this?" And dear friend of my husband, dear friend of the pod, uh, OG Sammy Brian Sharp made it so that it's. Uh, an episode that you can listen to kind of <laughs> tolerable so, yeah I mean honestly there was like he basically pulled oh a rabbit out of yeah. our buttholes like to get how it sounds you might have feelings about but how mm-hmm. it sounded before that yeah it didn't w- exist didn't exist yeah so I why am I talking about brown Sharp? oh because going I'm going to, to visit him. him got it yep we're driving up to outside of Lake Tahoe and they're going to be skiing all day, and Eric and I are going to be sitting by a fire drinking hot liquor. Sounds delightful. Yeah, it's great. Because Eric and I don't ski, and I'm fine with that. I can't wait to just sit by a fire. I've never been skiing. I've been skiing once, obviously, because I went to a private school, and everyone was like, you've never been skiing? What do you do when your family goes to Vail? And I'm like, I've never been to Vail. And then I was shunned and stoned. Uh <laughs> But we had a class trip where to go skiing. What grade? Seventh, I think. We had a class trip in seventh to grade go to go skiing. Really? And you this is their only relationship. I know. This has literally never happened before. Wow. Who? But How? I, okay, but I went to Catholic school. Right. And the priest who ran the ski trip um, was the cool priest. Mm-hmm. Like he was soup school. Like I think he had like a motorcycle and smoked cigars or oh, something. Oh, Wow. 
moral of the story is he left the priesthood because sure. he was too cool too cool yeah <laughs> like he was legit a so cool was, guy so then nobody could go skiing so yeah he like left and i think has since got married and stuff like that and oh, probably living congrats. happy life so I good for that. him he made some life choices but he left like that year oh, and for whatever bummer. reason they like couldn't figure it out with just someone else taking over that yeah. one year yeah so we didn't fucking go that's really annoying and then every year after that they like picked it back up they figured it out like you know after you were yeah. gone so That's my annoying. year of seventh grade we didn't have the ski trip so i've literally never been That's, That's fucking weird. traffic I should go. traffic That's traffic. Tra- tragic is what i said uh I no i liked skiing. it i liked it when i went the issue that i have now is my knees are so weird right the thought of skiing even makes my knees hurt right because like the the idea that like my skis could go like wonky and then my knee would just pop out and I don't have, I can't like pull it back in. Right. Like I just am like, yeah. I don't want to do it. I I'm just a little don't. scared to yeah break something and then health insurance is so bad that sure. I'm like, well, I'd go bankrupt because I broke an arm or yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I just, so maybe when Bernie gets elected, I'll go Yay! skiing. I'll celebrate by going skiing. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. You know what? <laughs> like, I have health care. You know what I'll do? I could break an arm and you, be fine. You can go skiing. I'll, I'll look into this whole snowboarding thing because I feel like my knees are going to stay in the same position right, on yeah, snowboarding. Locks, locks you down more. Um, I mean, I'll follow my ass constantly. Yeah. People, I think people like snowboarding more. Maybe I'll do snowboarding. Yeah. Too. I'll do both. You know what? I'll do both. Let's, yeah. That's, uh, guys, po- post-election post ski trip. <laughs> Everyone. Who's then? <laughs> Un- unless there's a certain outcome and then all of us are just going to go into our bunkers no. and cry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not even, I'm but, not even... But no, otherwise, I don't even have for We're having a post-election ski trip. <laughs> I'm not, that's not even an option in my world. Post-election ski trip. It's going to be great. Uh, okay, I have other business. Hold on. Uh, oh, Kept I her, her down on a piece of paper today. Many business. <laughs> so she's got a whole list. She's Ma- got a whole list of many business. Many business. First and foremost, I was... Okay, so current Ketrin, which for you guys is past Ketrin, was listening to uh, the episode from last week, uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which hasn't come out for current Ketrin, but will have come out for the Ketrin you're listening to. Ketrin was listening to an episode two weeks, from two weeks ago. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Only one week ago. Future past. Future past. Anyway, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And I noticed that we did something that I want to clarify. Ooh. The. What did we do? The pimp character. Are we in trouble? Uh, no, we're not in trouble. And I want to explain to people why we're not in trouble. Because. It, oh, okay. So we talked about the pimp character who like uh, had like a tattoo across his neck that said sex. And like mm-hmm. we just kept making fun of like how insecure he was. And like he has a micro penis. Right. Okay. Here's what I would like to clarify. Kim and I are not making fun of people with small penises or micro penises, which is an actual thing. What we are saying is, gentlemen, you are bigger than your penis. Yes. Metaphorically Size. and... <laughs> and uh, No, yeah. The meaning life. is that your penis size sh- shouldn't... It doesn't matter. And like we yeah. would much rather be with 
someone who is secure in themselves knows that they are more than their penis size and is like a good person who doesn't feel the need to compensate in ways that makes other people feel Feel small. Exactly. Like that is what we're making fun of. Oh, hell yeah. And I would much rather be with a micro penis, fully formed human than a big dick with a big dick. Agreed. That is what I want to clarify and the official stance of K.K. Sam on micropenises. Wow, interesting. Do you agree? I completely agree. Yeah, I just felt like I needed to clarify because okay. it sounded like we were making fun of micropenises. And I'm like, no, I'm making fun of... I'm making fun of the dudes. Assholes. Of assholes. I'm making fun <laughs> not, of... <laughs> not, not physical. Look, everyone has an asshole and everyone they're all great, okay? Asshole. Everybody's no, asshole is I great. mean... People who are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Basically people who bad humans. have an insecurity and therefore feel that they need to compensate other the way that feel bad. makes other people feel bad. I agree with that. Um, that is, uh, I'm stepping off my soapbox now. Great. And Thanks. I'm glad that episode hasn't even come out yet. So no one cared or, or had a thing about it. <laughs> yeah. But if they did, we'll be like, listen yeah. to next week. We've already we gotcha. talked about it. Yeah. So that was what I wanted to say. And then um, obviously there's going to be. You'll hear about this uh, later on in the episode. But I do want to just say right off the bat that we have a live show on March 15th. We're doing a live show now. Uh, 2020, March 15th, 2020. Because Dep- I don't want you to be listening to this in like 2023 and be and show up at El Cid on March 15th, <laughs> 2023 and be like, where are they? So uh, 7 p.m. El Cid. Kim and I love El Cid uh, in Los Angeles. Hang out afterwards after party yeah, on the patio party. uh proceeds are going to the women's center the downtown women's the center downtown in LA women's center in LA to help homeless yeah so you should fucking come and if you're a patron you're gonna get a fucking discount yeah so so maybe you should go get yourself some bone con yeah over on patreon yeah Ooh, that rhymed did we know that that rhymed I don't think we ever it, did now we know so yeah live show I'm very excited I'm super excited. I really like doing live it's shows. Been a minute. Yeah. Uh, that was We're all... doing it for... Oh, this is our last Women in Horror Month oh, yeah. episode. And I picked a good one. Oh, I can't wait. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, we're doing... Technically, we were like, let's do a live show for Women in Horror Month. as like a Women in Horror Month right. event. And then in true Kim and Cat form... Couldn't get a venue. Couldn't get a venue in time. Because, <laughs> you know, we started it Cause, in cause, February. Because we're, we're a maybe. Always. We're, <laughs> It's um, delightful. We're <laughs> d- delightful. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So it's March 15th to celebrate women in horror all fucking year long, bitches. Yeah. It's, it's always women in horror month in our book. Yeah. Truly. Uh, that was all of my many business. Okay. Do you have many, any many business? I don't think so. Okay. Great. I've got like a business, but like it'd be a long business. And so I'll save it for next week. Okay, great. Uh, Kim will save her long business for next week. Because I'm assuming you're out of business. I'm out. So you'll of be. <laughs> business. Yeah, I'm so, out of business. So next week you won't have anything. I just, I, God, yeah, I won't have it. Yeah, my brain, I just, I feel like I had a rough week and like I feel <laughs> like it's all coming. Uh, my brain is scrambled eggs. Oh. And yeah, so no more many business for me. Great. Okay. Uh, but I did watch a really awesome movie. So this was for Eric's birthday too, right? Yes. So this was his request because uh, his birthday. When does this come out? 
Who knows? This Eric's is the last birthday. Wednesday in February. So Eric's birthday. Oh, I have a calendar right behind me. 26th. So Eric's birthday was five days ago. The 21st. 21st. So happy belated birthday. Happy birthday, Eric. You're neat. And we couldn't do this without you. And you're the third. Let's you're get- the third leg on the stool that is KK Sand. <laughs> <laughs> so we can stand up. <laughs> you're the third leg of our microphone tripod yep you sure are um no i want to give a shout out to eric and um thank him so much because truly none of this would come to your earballs without him and nope. he's also just like created there's some other stuff that we're working on uh that i'm really fucking excited about yeah. can't wait to share i can't believe um, that like we're like his muse right now yeah it's very he's cool like creating a lot of things and you know he's a writer and so there's like some things being written and created and it's that we're pretty excited meeting people about so and uh he's just a pretty great guy yeah. so I'm really grateful that he's part of my life and that he is our third leg of our stool leg yeah he's <laughs> we have a, a nice I I married good good job me patting myself on the back on my husband's birthday <laughs> so in true happy us. birthday to you Katrin <laughs> thank you in finality thank you so much. what I'm in conclusion <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Katrin you to me. you're the best <laughs> that sounds about right I can't wait for Eric to listen to this. He's going to be like, yep, that played out exactly as I predicted. <laughs> so here's what Eric picked. We could not, under any circumstances, close out Women in Horror Month without doing a Soska Sisters Ooh. So Eric requested American Mary. Ooh, yay. It was intense, entertaining. Uh, The chick who plays Mary, whose name I always forget, but she was the lead in Ginger Snaps as well. Her last name is Isabel. I think it's Catherine Isabel. Uh, (laughs) That was a real Rain Man situation. It was. Uh, She is phenomenal, and I want to see her do more things. The Soska sisters make an appearance, and it's pretty fucked up. They always do. And I had some nightmares. Ooh. And I'm still having like, it's a body horror. So like, I'm still having, I don't know if this happens to you, but like when you watch something that's like really gruesome body horror, like it kind of makes that area of your body like kind of hurt a little bit. Like Mm, probably not. Okay. I'm having my whole, I'm having some very specific sense memory of what I watched we'll, we'll last see night. if it happens while you tell yeah. it to me maybe <clears throat> like don't tell me your vagina didn't hurt when Art the Clown sawed you in half by it it didn't really god okay. I was like I don't want that to happen to me that would hurt <laughs> like I was like owies 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 that 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 would hurt anyone including me but no oh okay physical reactions to well things like that uh sorry here we go. dead or alive mary mm, alive billy dead betty boop dead ruby alive 
Dr. Walsh. Alive. Dr. Grant. Dead. Lance. Dead. And Detective. Alive. Wow. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Is it so bad? It's just... I don't... Like, I don't know... (laughs) Just for probability's sake, like, I don't get why you're so bad at this. I, I don't get it. Like, it kind of defies science. Like, you should be better at it than you are. There's no, you can't just be, you should anything. But what, but what I'm saying is like, it, sorry, guys, hold on. I'm really tangled up here. Here we go. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about probability, but. No, I mean. But then the, we got distracted by we d- cords. Yeah. So. And then we just moved on. Uh, <laughs> little bird brains just <laughs> moved to something new. Wow. None of which you heard, Sammy's, because we will have cut the part where I got tangled <laughs> in cords. So it sounds like Kim and I just abruptly stopped talking about what we were talking about. <laughs> Like, probability yeah the probability of us oh i was saying yeah i was like there's no there's no maybe there is a probability situation but i'm like you can't be like why i'm so bad at it there's no it's just it's just saying one or the other right there's no but like, way to but like what i'm saying is if if a coin flip landed <laughs> on tails for infinity You'd be like, I get that it's only a 50-50 probability, but something weird is happening here. And like, it's as if your coin flip is landing on tails for infinity. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Here is the movie. American Mary. I'm excited. Yeah. It opens on uh, someone suturing extra wings onto a turkey like a turkey that you would eat for thanksgiving like it is a turkey that someone bought at the store and then they bought some turkey legs and wings and they are performing surgery on the turkey and suturing it on okay and classical music is playing as this is happening is it cooked or raw raw uh so it's uh, like more reminiscent of human skin obviously uh obviously <laughs> I was like I didn't think of it that way I well, was just being like oh is it prepared for Thanksgiving or not prepared right it's it's someone it's it's obvious that someone is like practicing on something oh, that is reminiscent of human skin what, like a like extra turkey for Thanksgiving no they don't they, they don't, don't just have want, a lot of people coming over yeah for no dinner. where they're like ever god every time I have my family over everybody wants a leg so I'll just <laughs> sew some more legs, legs on. on that's pretty smart actually I'm, that's actually genius. Okay. So then that's happening during the credits is we're just like Lucas seeing. sisters write this too? Uh, yes. They they wrote it uh, and directed it. Sweet. Yeah. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. So uh, now we're out of the credits and camera on somebody's phone alarm going off and a hand turns the alarm off. And we realized that the alarm was happening while someone was in class. And it's Mary, 
our girl Mary, who's sitting in a lecture hall, and her alarm went off while her doctor professor was giving um, a lecture. And he like calls her out and get gets like really annoyed. It looks like she was like dozing off almost and had like kind of like not realized. I don't know. It was unclear because he was like sleeping in class or something. But like I was like, I feel like you just I, I was confused about that. But anyway, he was annoyed that she disrupted class. And so he tries to like call her out and be like, what is the ratio of iron to oxygen in hemoglobin and blah, blah, blah. blah. And she's like, it's this. And then he's like, well, then what is the this to the this? And she's like, it's this. And he's like, well, then how about the this to this this? And she's like, again, it's this. That was me in algebra class in high school. (laughs) I hate you. Yeah, it totally Algebra was. one in Philly, my teacher loved me. He called me Burnsy. And <laughs> that's what I call you. I know. Like we were best friends. <laughs> and he just loved the shit out of me because I was such a good student. Um, and like I'd be done a test really quickly and then just be like doodling like KB loves <laughs> MK or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Algebra two was a different teacher and he was like the coach of the football team or some shit like that and so it was also like when I moved so like I don't know I was just bored I think a lot so I'd yeah. like be talking or whatever and he'd yeah. be like um excuse me do you know the answer and I'd be like 12 and he'd be like that was me like so mad that I was so good such a good math student that was me in uh not math class uh ever in any scenario even while I was paying rapt attention, that was not me in math class. It was Love me in English algebra. class. It was English, any English or humanity or class or anything where someone would go, are you paying attention? And I would bullshit some answer and then yeah. be right. Uh, what am I talking about? Oh, so she was right about everything. And he was annoyed. And then she goes up to him after class and she's like, like, I'm genuinely sorry. I just didn't get any sleep last night. You know, like, I'm I'm really sorry. And he tells her that he that she's his most promising student, but he does it in like a really condescending, shitty way. Mm-hmm. Like it was not the way that your algebra teacher would have scolded you where it's like, I really believe in you and I like you, but like you can't be falling asleep in class. It was very much like, you know, um, I get that you're smart, but I'm definitely better than you kind of thing. Yeah. And he talks about he's like surgeons don't get to fuck up and I was I like mean, you're not wrong so now we cut to her out by her car in like an enclosed parking garage and she's on the phone like on her cell phone and she's talking to the cell phone company being like no please don't shut off my phone she's like I paid $40 like towards the bill and whoever I paid said that that would keep it on for however long and she's like and the person on the line is like well I don't know who told you that because that's not accurate as she's arguing about this and being like I have no money her teacher that just scolded her like walks up and gets into his car that's like some fucking like big dick convertible and just kind of like gives her a look and she's super judging people by her by penis size again I am he is well (laughs) Don't even get me started on this guy. There is a lot. There's some trigger. There's some trigger warnings in this movie, by the way. For who? For (laughs) everyone. There's a lot of different trigger. I'll just say trick. I'll just keep going. Great. So, okay. 
she gets embarrassed and then she's like he drives off and she's like how much how much money will it take to like make this go away and she's like $364.29 damn and she's like you haven't paid your bill in three months and she's like damn okay what's the least amount I can put on it so that you won't shut off my phone and she's like $364.29 and then she hangs up so she's having a tough time she's still in medical school obviously um, but she's still in medical school, but I think is a doctor. Do you know what I mean? Like she gets to put doctor in front of her name. I'm not really sure how medical school works, but I feel like she was like allowed to put doctor in front of her name, but like isn't, was still in school. Maybe a residency situation. Yeah. Could be a, re- okay. Maybe that's what it is. So, but like, okay. Yeah. She had, how do you know she has doctor? In front you, of her we'll name? get there she's later. Okay. Yeah. So now she's home. And she's talking to her sweet Nana on the phone. And while she's talking to her Nana, her Nana is just like, oh, be careful. I watched some TV show where some girl was having sex with multiple men and blah, blah. And she's just like, Nana, I don't. Nana. Like, I'm fine. And like, don't. Why are we talking about this? And she, while she's talking to her Nana, she's looking at gigs on Craigslist. Ugh. And she finds a job in there. Yeah. She finds a job where the description is $1,000, no sex. And I was like, if it says no sex, (laughs) if they have to specify that, it means it's going to be something sexual that I don't want to do probably. But also like she can't pay her bills. So the interview for the job is at a strip club, obviously. And she goes up to a dude who's like dozing in a booth and he like takes her into the back and he's got kind of like a Timothy Oliphant hotness about Mm, him where it's like a bad boy and it's like you are trouble and you are bad for me but do you want to like go fuck in a dirty bathroom real quick? That's what he's got going on. Mm -hmm. This is Billy. Hello. Yeah. So she hands him a resume and he's like, I don't know why you think I need this resume that tells me (laughs) that you're a surgeon and a doctor and are in school a lot, but whatever. So that's where we learn that like she's training to be specifically a surgeon Mm -hmm. doctor. And uh, she's like, I'm just really broke from school. Student loans, not being able to pay for education. Don't get us started. And she's like, I need to make money fast. And she's kind of wearing like a black trench coat. And he's like, well, uh, you're not fat under there, are you? And she's like, no, I'm a starving med student, like I said. And so she takes her coat off and she's like ready to dance. Like she's dressed in like a black bustier and like underwear with like the uh-huh. hoozy thingies, the click, the right, the Mm-hmm. why am I asking Garterbelt? you what they are Gardabelt yeah <laughs> yeah and uh ooh, we're switching brains oh my god what's happening what is going on <laughs> and so she just takes her trench coat off and she's like will this do and he's like that'll do boner to the face and she's like rad and he tells her to walk and she just kind of like clomps around like annoyed and he's like you might want to walk a little sexier than that and she's like, you're the fuck. Like, she is not into this, but she's just right. like, I can handle it and I need the money. So right. I'll just get through this, basically. And then he's like, give me a massage. And he's like wearing a leather jacket. And she's like, fine. 
So she just kind of like starts like rubbing his shoulders and he's like under the jacket. I can't even feel it. And like, as this is happening, just like on his shoulders, like he's sitting as this is happening, some bouncer dude comes in and he's like pissed. He's like, so-and-so is missing, like whatever. And Billy is like, well, did you call him? He's like, I called him like 50 fucking times. Like, I don't know where he is. And so Billy runs out of the room and Mary is just kind of like left in the back room, just kind of like standing there. All of a sudden, Billy comes running back in and he's like, how good of a surgeon are you? And she's like, I I mean, I'm still in school. And he's like, do you want $5,000 cash right now? Yes. Kim. Great. I'm great at it. What do you do and what does she do? Um, She does it. Okay. Although that I have been really practicing on my turkeys. (laughs) Right. I, you know what? I don't want to get involved. I'm going to go home. Correct. Okay. That was the right choice. And that is what she does. So Billy is like $5,000 cash tonight. No questions asked. Of course, she's like asking questions. And he's like, what part about like no questions asked do you not get? And they're walking as they're talking. They're like walking down into like a dingy basement. And they go into like the back room of the dingy basement. And there is a dude laying on a table, like sobbing, winter, whimpering, like covered in blood. And there are other bouncers standing around just kind of like looking at him. And Billy just like hands her some tools spoiler alert not surgery tools but just tools and i just wrote this is not a sterile sterile (laughs) at all and the dude we got like a uh camera angle on him it looks like he was like shot in the eye and or his eye was like gouged out it looked and he was quite conscious and very upset about it as i would be as well i like my eyes both of them in place as does this gentleman and he appeared to be sans one of them damn then we just cut to her leaving walking out stunned from the room where she allegedly just performed this the surgery and like we just see billy's hand with like a wad of cash and she just like grabs it as she's walking out and she performed this in like her black bustier and like heels mm-hmm. and like she couldn't didn't even have time to like put her trench coat back on and she just leaves the club cut to her walking into her apartment and she's like sobbing in the shower then we cut to her sitting on a couch holding a bat staring at the door like I think she's just like same with what you said she's like I just got involved in something and like I don't know what I got involved in so now she's anytime someone's taking you downstairs into a dungeon situation anytime someone hands you tools and says (laughs) perform surgery you may have gotten into something yeah yeah so on turkey No, no, not no. turkey. Nobody no, has any turkeys that they need to feed more people with. What? Okay. So now we cut to her sleeping on the couch, like cuddling the bat. And the phone rings. That's how I sleep. Cuddling a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she picks it up and we hear, is this Dr. Mason? 
and she get gets freaked out and hangs up the phone. Calls again, and it's from an unknown number. And she says hello again, and the voice says, Is this Dr. Mason? I'm Beatrice. And she's like, I don't know a Beatrice, and there there's no Dr. Mary. And she said, I didn't say Dr. Mary. I said Dr. Mason. And she hangs up again. It rings again. Weird. This time she looks at it and she sees it says like whatever Dave restaurant or something. And it's a guy calling and we learn that like she was picking up some shifts at a restaurant. And the guy on the phone is like, no shifts until further notice. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, "I, I don't really know what's happening. I guess the owners didn't pay the rent. So like there is no restaurant right now and she's like god damn it so by the way it is so fucked up that a medical student trying to learn how to perform surgery would have to pick up shifts at a fucking restaurant to pay i'm so angry i'm like i want my surgeons to like only be studying surgery (laughs) i don't want them to also have to like learn the menu at the Italian restaurant down the street to pay for food for themselves. Just feed them and have them learn surgery, please. (laughs) So cut to her drinking wine in her kitchen in black leather, black rubber gloves and crying over a turkey that she's going to do some fun surgery on. Clearly she does this to like kind of just Mm. decompress. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just like crying over it. And like, (laughs) then the door buzzes, the intercom, she like pushes, hello, intercom. And a voice says, I need you to sign for a package. Ah, Beatrice. I'm like, that voice is familiar. And so she opens the door or she's like, she doesn't recognize the voice because she's like, yeah, fine. I'll sign for it. Come up. So then she gets a knock on the door. She opens it. And no one is there. So she like walks into the bathroom to like take her gloves off real quick. Like basically to be like, I need to like investigate what is happening. As she's doing that, we see someone come in behind her and like Mm -hmm. walk into her apartment. She then Mary comes out of the bathroom and sees that like the door is fully ajar. So she grabs the bat and turns around and there is Betty Boop. The cartoon character? A human replica of <laughs> Betty Boop. It is a woman who has had so much plastic surgery with the goal of looking like the cartoon character Betty Boop. Whoa. And it was hard to look at. It Whoa. was upsetting. Um, and she talks like this, like Betty Boop. And uh, she's like... I'm so sorry to have busted in, but you wouldn't take my calls. And basically the woman is like, I have the ability to look however I want, but I have a friend who can't. She's like, I want to pay you $10,000 cash to operate because no one else will. Just a bit of skin removal. And she's like, my niece works at a vet office. We can use operating room after hours. Mary's like, um, (laughs) shit. How... (laughs) There are so many hows, one of which is, how do you know where I live? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just got it off your resume that you left at the club where I dance. And she's like, Mm -hmm. cool, great. 
and she's like, I mean, I don't have an insurance package for your friend. And she's like, and I definitely would not be able to guarantee the desired effect. So I guess I, I can't. Sorry. And uh, she's like, but you helped so-and-so last night. And she's like, I'm never, ever doing what I did last night ever again. Betty Boop then says, I'll give you $2,000 just to show up. Kim, what? <laughs> what do you do? What does Mary do? She shows the fuck up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> really think about this. I mean, this is t- this money is hard and I want it and we also need it. And this was hard to decipher. I had a lot of feelings about this movie. <laughs> um, I want money, but I believe I can make it. I believe it will come to me in ways that aren't going to be hurtful to me. Mm, but I bet if someone, but no. Mm. Take us through your thoughts. Because I was like, oh, I bet if someone was, I bet like, oh, I could just show up though. And get two grand, but I was like, mm, if I'm showing up with these shady motherfuckers, they're not letting me leave without doing it. Like, I don't Something believe think that. Mm, no, nope, 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 no, you're no. Not, you're not going to go? No, because if something goes wrong or at the end of the day, like, this is my entire life mm-hmm. for what, a couple grand? Fuck that. Agreed. So, Mary takes a big swig of wine and says, what's the address? <laughs> and I think, I mean, definitely what got her was like, y- you get $2,000 just to show up mm-hmm. and like, look at her and see if you can do it kind right. of thing. And to be fair, Betty Boop has a really nice energy. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in terms of like intuition, obviously you can't always completely know what someone's intentions are but like she actually seems like a really sweet soul but but she's still you, but you like don't know who she's connected. involved with exactly like, the way she knows about me is from the thing that happened last night exactly so. yeah so now we cut to mary taking a phone call it's her asshole professor dr grant and he's pissed that she missed class and she kind of like tries to make an excuse and he's like if you don't stop fucking up you can find another class to not attend and uh so now we cut to mary (laughs) showing up at the vet's office after hours betty boop is there and betty boop's niece is there who's the worst and the niece is like not thrilled obviously because she's like I'm the assistant at a vet's office and I just like let like she's not thrilled Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. it. Um, And Betty says that she she just doesn't want her friend to suffer anymore. And the niece is like, yeah, she's really suffering. And Betty is like, don't be a cunt. (laughs) Sorry about that. She's at an age where if she isn't high all the time, she's just a little bitch to everyone. (laughs) That's the best way to call someone a bitch. I know. I love it. Yeah. So like the sweetest, cutest little high pitch. Stop being such a cunt. You're such Uh, a fucking cunt. I had someone on Twitter tell me that my impressions are getting really good. And I was like, thank you. 
I'm they're not wrong. They are very specific as to what I can do. I don't have a large repertoire, uh, I, I but, mean, but um, it's growing. Yeah, I only have one thing <laughs> I can do. <laughs> chainsaw sounds. <laughs> but you know what? Guess who can't do chainsaw sounds? Right. Me. Right, right. So together, we have we. a very strange repertoire. <laughs> we can do <laughs> something. Some things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> we should do that at our live show. We should. Be like, here's our impression set. <laughs> Oh my and God. you do red and a bunch of other people. Ooh. And then I'm just like. <laughs> oh, my God. Yours has to be the grand finale, though, because yours is so <laughs> good. Pressure. It's so oh good. God. Yeah. So, OK. <laughs> so, it's so good. It's so good. It continues to impress me. Like, I don't I want Sammy's to know, like, <laughs> I was genuinely <laughs> impressed. Like, I genuinely feel like it's really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just, I really, I've never heard anyone be able to do it before. Put on your resume. <laughs> so good. If you guys want to hear the first ever time that Kim did her chainsaw sound impression, please go listen to Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, it was the first time that it was brought into the world. And I'm so glad that it'll never forget it. No. And I'm so glad that it's recorded for posterity and for all eternity. (laughs) She just has it on repeat to listen to you to go to sleep. It's just so impressive. So, okay. So Mary is still like really skeptical, obviously, Mm -hmm. because the person on whom she's performing the surgery is not in the room. Right. This is where I learn that Betty is like, so that's $10,000 for the surgery and here's your 2000 for showing up. Mm. So it wasn't, the 2000 wasn't like, Part you'll get, to, yeah, she's mm-hmm. getting $12,000 to right. do this. So niece is all feisty, whatever, again. And Betty keeps telling her, shut up. And then Betty is like, basically Mary is like, what does, who, who is it and what do they want me to do? And Betty's like, I think she should explain herself so she like goes into like kind of a curtained off back part of the vet Mm -hmm. and standing there is a what doll it is a woman who is a doll and we learn that she doesn't dance with Beatrice. She's actually... Oh, but she's a woman and she's yes. a person. Yes. <laughs> I thought it literally was a doll. No. But like, you know, like she's like, this is my friend. But, oh yeah, that right. with them we have a whole like other a little, movie. Yeah. I was like, And she's ooh. like, I mean, I'll go get me some Play-Doh. I'll perform whatever <laughs> surgery you want. Uh, Play-Doh's not really sticky. That wouldn't be a good way to do surgery on a doll. But, okay. So she's like, I don't know Beatrice from dancing. I'm a fashion designer. Um, and like money is not an issue. It's that no one will do what I want them to do on me. And Mary is like, what do you you want me to do? You already look Look like a crazy, like you had some work done and doll lady. Her name's Ruby is basically like dolls can't be sexualized or feel shy and they can be naked sort of neutrally. And I was sort of like, this logic doesn't compute with me. Because I'm like, there are sex dolls. But I think what she's talking about is like... Doll dolls. A Barbie. Like yeah. Where it's like... Yeah, neutral, for sure. Yeah. But it was just like, 
Well, their bottom parts are neutral. So are their top parts. They don't have any nipples. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically what she says is she's like, that's what I want. Like, she Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be sexualized. Sexualized. She wants to be neutral, like a doll. And so she says, I want you to take these off, remove her nipples, Mm -hmm. and I want you to sew this up and gestures to her vagina as much as possible. I can see why no one's done this. They don't Super. want to do this. That makes me sad. Can I? Can I? Can I make a different recommendation? Besides sure. Surgery? What is it? It's hashtag, hashtag therapy. therapy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This does. I mean, this touches on some really interesting. Because what she says is, I don't think it's fair that God gets to decide what we look like on the outside. Hmm. So, like. It does play into, because we're going to get into it a little bit more of like people who are like, I genuinely feel like my arm shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. And it's like body dysmorphia is so tricky Mm -hmm. because it's like, is it body dysmorphia that someone could be counseled out of Mm -hmm. or is it someone who is in the wrong body Body, and is just trying to make their body look like what it feels like it's hard to say i mean i'm reading into this as less body more dysmorphia and more probably trauma and i think we can uh, i would assume yeah but i mean this movie brought um, up some really interesting conversations for sure yeah uh later on there's like more evidence that we could probably say ruby was dealing with some other things that could have been solved with therapy and then who knows if she would have made this same choice Mm -hmm, but anyway so she mary is just like staring at her as she's explaining all this and then she just goes can you excuse me for a minute (laughs) (laughs) and goes back out to beatrice and shitty niece kim what are you doing what does mary do Fuck, dude, I'm not even here. We already discussed that I can't let this ruin Bitch, my life. Betty Boop brought you back. I'm so sorry, Miss Ruby, but I I can't do it. I cannot fucking do it. I can't okay. do it. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, I, fuck. It's, I mean. I, okay, I mean. I guess she doesn't. Oh God! You would be looking at a perfect score if fuck off you weren't t- inexplicably terrible at the dead or alive. God, you're such a cunt. <laughs> that was good. Um, she goes out. Mary goes out to Beatrice, Betty Boop, and shitty niece, and she's like is this really what she wants? So she's like asking Beatrice now, like level with me. Right. Is your friend nuts? And Betty says she's worked her whole life for this. This is, this is what she wants. This is what she wants. Cut to Mary in the operating room. Whoa. Classical music playing similar to the turkey Turkey. suture music. And she's administering anesthesia uh and we see her drawing like the little lines around the nipple and with my nipple fear this was hard to watch (laughs) i have a lot of nipple sensitivity and fear 
and I would prefer if they were left alone uh, or caressed gently. And then I, my nipples are like a skittish cat, I will say. They, they really like, you know, I like a little bit of petting, but then I need you to stop right when I need you to stop. And I just, I really... I don't. I don't need to know anymore. I just, no one needs to know any of this besides your husband. Please, please stop telling please us. Please do not please make me feel ashamed us. of my nipple cats. That <laughs> makes me feel insecure, and I want to speak my truth. <laughs> anyway, it was hard to watch because of your nipple cats. of my nipple cats. So we see that that ruby has other scars so like she's just kind of looking at like her whole body Mm -hmm. and like all of the different things that she's had done and some of the scars like don't look very good Mm -hmm. you know like the under boob scars you're not really supposed to see Mm -hmm. and they're pretty visible then we have her cutting out the nipple Mm. and then sewing it closed and then we see mary with her back her back to us and we just see Ruby's legs draped over the end of the table, like, and uh, Mary working on her vulva. And we just see <sighs> flaps of skin being thrown to the <laughs> ground. Because what she also said was, like, sew it up as much as you can and also, yeah, like, remove like... some of the external bits. Mm, so okay. she, like, doesn't want any Ugh, labia or anything. God. Yeah. But she needs to be able to, like, pee. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 So then we cut to. I don't know if, if I feel the, the hurts that you talk about, but I don't like it. I don't, uh, and, I don't like the thoughts of it. And we have so much more to go. So she's bandaging her up. And you can tell I was very impressed with Catherine Isabel's performance because her hands were very. Uh, when her it was her hands and face in the shot where it's like it wasn't like a hand double doing it mm-hmm. uh, right uh, she was very gentle and meticulous in a way that I was like I'm not a surgeon but close enough and I approve of this <laughs> so I'm sure she just watched enough Grey's Anatomy sure to figure it out yeah <laughs> so then we cut to her like leaving the back room and she hands Betty Boop a bag of rags and skin, basically. Cause it's like obviously they have to like dispose of it. They can't just like put it in the trash can. Oh, what do you do with a bag of rags and skin? I don't know. Where but- do I put my bag of rags and skin? <laughs> I don't know. What? That's, that's my biggest issue at this moment. Uh excuse me. Um, do you have a place for me to put my bags of rag and skin? Like Do you have a Coat rack, perhaps, but a bag of rag and skin place closet. Yeah. Like it's, I don't, I don't know. What, what would you do? That seems like the hardest it. question. Wow, it's gonna burn smell it. so bad. Yeah, it's oh. not. I don't. Yeah, I, I actually threw away my candle scented of bags of bag of rag and skin because I just didn't like the smell. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> it, was it was not good. Should that be our new merch? Yeah, oh, <laughs> candle oh, scent bag of rag, rag and skin. skin. <laughs> oh. So uh, fucking Mary leaves and she tells Betty, she's like, don't call me. Don't talk to me. Don't tell any of your friends about me. Yes, I'm done stop. with this. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm taking my $12,000 and leaving. So she, she's at what now? Like 17 grand. Yeah. So she, yeah, that's, that's a hefty amount. So, but she's 
probably $189,000 in debt. So oh, basically sure, a, sure, sure, it's sure. like a drop in the rags right. and bag yeah. bucket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a flap of skin in the bucket. <laughs> so she gets home and barfs everywhere. <laughs> right. Yep. So cut to her doing makeup. I'm barfing right now. Yeah, me too. Mouth. Uh, barfing all over the place. So cut to her doing my vulva. Because <laughs> <laughs> all your other holes are sewn up. <laughs> God. Okay. I'm sorry. Just I had so many awful images going through my brain that it short circuited, and uh, I need to get back online. Okay, if you could just, just give me a moment, grab your nipple cats <laughs> and get back together. My nipple cats. Be careful with my nipple cats. Okay, so she's doing her makeup, and there's a voiceover of her as she's doing her makeup explaining what you would do for a post-op, you know, like, um, please make sure to keep the wound clean. You know, we will, uh, be sure to refer you to someone who can give you prescription, blah, 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 blah. Just mm-hmm. speaking in a very doctorly tone. Like practicing. Yep. And then we cut to her in her residency and we realized that is what she was reciting to a- another teacher doctor. She's doing a residency now. Mm-hmm. So she's in a hospital as like a quiz where the doctor was like, what would you say to this patient? And there's other students like behind her. So we learned that this doctor is Dr. Walsh. And as they're talking, a surgeon in a mask comes out and whispers something to Dr. Walsh. And, uh, Dr. Walsh then says, Miss Mason, go tell the family behind me that their husband has had a heart attack. Mary just kind of like stone-faced blinks walks in and we don't hear what she says we just see it happening through the window of the door that Dr. Walsh is standing in front of Dr. Mm -hmm. Walsh continues to speak to the other students there and we just see Mary very sort of quickly and and stoically say something to the family and then walk back out and take her place in front of the group of students again and uh, Dr. Walsh says uh, how did that go? And she says, they were upset. And Dr. Walsh says, understandably so. Now, go tell them that he died. So she just kind of blinks, walks in. And as she's, we see Mary telling the family this, it's a wife and two children. The doctor is just saying, hone this skill. It's important that a doctor has a confident uh, empathetic bedside manner, but mostly con- like just kind of blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Mary then comes back out, takes her place in front of the group. We see the wife is now sobbing behind them. And Dr. Walsh just says, okay, off to do our rounds. So it's like just mm-hmm. no fucking emotion. And I was like, you're teaching bedside manner wrong. <laughs> right? You have none of it mm-hmm. at all. So, now we're walking with Dr. Walsh and he says to Mary, you know, I'm very impressed with you. You're going to make a great slasher. And she's like, a what? Slasher? And he's like, that's surgeon humor. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> good one. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know, it's important to have a good sense of humor as a surgeon. And uh, nothing beats the rush of cutting into a human. Am I right? And she's like, Uh, yeah (laughs) why did I even try (laughs) 
so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. God, was, it was really wow. embarrassing. I, Sammy, I'm so sorry. That again. I won't. I won't. So look, you've got your talents. I've got I got my one. Agreed. Yeah. So she's humoring him. You know, she definitely wants his approval clearly, but she's like, I don't find you funny and I, you're weird kind of thing. So now we cut to her standing out by her car or like about to get into her car. It's their break. So she's wearing. <laughs> Kim is laughing and I saw it. I just saw her eyes watering, trying to hold in a laugh. And then she couldn't yeah, hold it anymore. Hide my face with the mic cover. <laughs> what? Are you still laughing about chainsaw noises? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> replaying yours in my head. <laughs> and how bad it was. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be really hard to listen back to that. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, that's recorded forever. Oh, God. oh man. Okay. okay. We got to get it together. Oh, All right. God. What's okay. happening? Cutting people open. Uh, okay. So now she's, We're in a car. she's out by, she's out by, by car. her car. Yeah. And she's got like her black trench coat on. Out of car. Yeah. And uh, she's clearly going to go somewhere for a break. Betty Boop is there. Oh, no. And she's holding a gift box. And Mary is like, (laughs) (laughs) is it rags and skin? (laughs) It's rags and skin. Mary's like, "Um, hello? And Betty Boop is like, well, you told me not to call. And she's like showing up as significantly You didn't understand what I meant. No, no. And uh, Betty is like, she's really sweet. She's like, I'd like to be friends if you ever want to get coffee sometime. And Mary is like, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. She's like, I don't want to be friends with this person. Then something catches Betty's eye behind Mary. And we see that Dr. Grant is like standing there watching her talk to someone, basically being like, breaks over. And I'm like, she just fucking got here. Grant is the dickhead teacher one. yes yeah so dr walsh is the no bedside manner taking her on rounds teacher dr grant is lecture teacher who's an asshole so she goes back in but like she takes the gift and she's like ruby didn't have to do that oh, it was from ruby she's mm-hmm. like she didn't have to do that thank you very much whatever and like puts it into the passenger seat of her car and walks back in so now we cut to Dr. Walsh and Dr. Grant talking to each other on opposite sides of a hallway. And so like Mary, when she comes in after having put her like doctor coat back on, has to kind of like scoot past them. And as she walks past them, we see them kind of exchange a look. And the look is the look we've seen two guys give where it's like, she's hot, but like only using their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ugh, gross. So Walsh follows behind her and makes a dumb joke about coffee. And she tries to humor him. And he's like, how was your break? And she's like, fine, you know. And he's like, I want to talk to you without the other surgeons around. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, some surgeons are getting together for with the. I'm sorry. I want to talk to you without the other students around, I think is what he said. Some of the surgeons are getting together for drinks. We'd love for you to come. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a Dr. Grant's house. And Mary is super flattered. And she's like, I mean, does Dr. Grant know that you invited me? Basically, like, he doesn't like me very much. Um, And Dr. Walsh was like, it was his idea. And she's like, I mean, 
thank you. That's amazing. Like it's a networking thing, you know, like she's Mm -hmm. like, this is a great opportunity for me. Thank you so much. And he's like, see you at 10. So cut to her getting all dolled up. And uh, before she leaves, we see that she did end up looking. Oh, because Betty Boop had been like, you should look at Ruby's site. Like, you know, she's healing really well. And she took pictures of what you did. And so we see that she's looking at Ruby's site and she kind of like sees her nippleless boobs and like they look fucking great. She look like mm-hmm. great in quotes, meaning like they look like what she wanted them to look like. And we see that she's actually like pretty impressed with her own like her work. surgery work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, I'm a great denippler. This is, you know, <laughs> and then she clicks on like another part of the site and like some heavy metal music comes on and it's like all black and like music. And this is a site for body modification. It's called abstract.com, but abstract spelled with a K instead of a C. And it's a whole bunch of people that have modified their bodies in, in different ways, not like breast implants or no, lip injections, like, like, you know, I don't know putting horns into their forehead or something Mm -hmm. and it freaks her out and she like shuts the computer real quick uh but we see that she's wearing like this really pretty green dress and cut to her heading up in an elevator in the really pretty green dress and she walks into the party and the door is answered by this like dude who just like seems like he's on like coke just that energy where it's just like why are you coming at me with this energy and he's just like you must be mary mason and she's like yeah uh uh-huh i am your energy is coming at me (laughs) um and he like walks her in and he kind of has his hand like on the small of her back in the way that i was like this is um girls know this like it's in kind of like a a a lecherous kind of way it's like you don't know me and I don't need to be like guided as I walk you're putting me you don't need to touch me um and that's where he has his hand and he's like uh let me get you a drink and so he walks off and she just kind of is like standing there sort of awkwardly because she doesn't know anyone and we don't see any other girls there we just see a bunch of like dude surgeons weird and a weird door dude comes back up and she's like, what did you say your name was? And he says, have a drink. Kim, what do you do? What does Mary do? Mm -hmm. So he's hand, like he's handed you a drink. I, okay. I, I don't feel good. Mm Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like that there's no other women here. That really makes me feel uncomfortable. Or like there's very, we might have walked past some, but like it's definitely not, there's a weird vibe at this party. Mm-hmm. It feels weird. Let's see. What does she do? I think she definitely, you know, keeps trying to, to talk to him and like probably looks for the doctors that she knows okay whatever the fuck their names are mm-hmm. um preferably the one that doesn't live there mm-hmm. the other one yeah um uh i think i'll 
do the same. Look for Dr. Walshipoo. Uh do you what do you do with the drink? Um I'm not drinking that drink. Okay. One hundred percent. Uh I don't fucking want this guy's Coke drink. Yeah. Whatever the fuck's in here. What does Mary do? Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't I only know her surgery styles. I don't know her yeah. drinking style. But oh she did drink I think I think she's gonna drink out of like okay, thanks, like awkwardness and being like gulp gulp. So far, still a perfect score, mm. except for your dead or lives, obviously. <laughs> okay. uh, so, fuck off. But did you say puck off? Puck off. I did. Puck I off. did say puck off. Puck off. <laughs> so, they cheers, and she drinks, and she's still trying to make small talk, and she's like, "Are you a surgeon?" And he's like, "I'm a fucking motherfucker." <laughs> cool. She's like. Great. <laughs> I mean, that was basically her reaction. Gives a creepy laugh. And then he's like, I cut people up for a living. Okay. Another creepy laugh. At this point, Walsh, Dr. Walsh walks up. And door dude is like, don't worry, I'm done, Walsh. And I'm like, I'm done. What? what are you talking about? I don't like these. So we learn her dress was the gift from Ruby. Oh. And it's this beautiful, like, emerald green um, very slinky, silky dress with a very, very low cut, like a triangle low cut. Mm-hmm. And Walsh is talking to her and he's like, you know, welcome to the party. And he's like, some people are out here using the common area as a lounge. I don't know what they're doing. Everyone else is in one of the rooms. And I was like, what is, is right. this party? Very what weird. is happening? So Walsh walks away. A uh, creepy dude like cheerses her again, like from the bar. Bro, get off my dick. Yeah. And so she takes another drink and then she like chugs her drink like nervously. Right. Like she's just like, I, blah. So at this point, Dr. Fucking Grant walks up and is like, I hope you got all your homework done. And she's like, <laughs> and so they cheers now. And he basically is like, don't fuck up. And she's like, I don't intend to. I've been working really hard. Then he basically says, in not so many words, if you're a perfect surgeon who doesn't fuck up at work, then everything else you do is forgivable. Is what he says. Yes. So it's just like a really nihilistic like everyone is out for themselves speech that he's giving her that sorry Sammy's Kim had to take a really loud (laughs) sip of one of her 19 drinks you Uh, couldn't hear it I could hear it last time you talked about this you're like that waterfall you hear I was like I don't hear anything there's no sound anyway so (laughs) I need to stay hydrated (laughs) so just like a really everybody's out it's a doggy dog world kind of fucking mm-hmm. mansplaining speech whatever at this point dr walsh walks up again and basically like takes her nearly finished drink out of her hand and hands her another full one mm-hmm. and then walks away 
Kim, what do you do? What does Mary do? Oh, my God. I'm not drinking any of the drinks here. Okay. I got creep vibes, and uh, I don't trust them. Yeah. Uh, It's never good to drink a drink that you haven't seen made from, like, a stranger. Oh, yeah. 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 Never a good idea. Survival guide? Don't do that. Don't do that, you guys. I I know that it's, like, just... and like come up with something that you say like if someone's like can I make you a drink and like you just don't really know the person just say like no I'll come with you I'm not really sure what I want yet you know like just let me see what you got yeah it's like just assume I honestly assume that people are going to roofie you and act accordingly because otherwise you just you just don't fucking know I don't need to assume that but you know what I mean careful you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like just make your own fucking drink yeah you know, don't drink out of it. I mean, it goes both ways. Look at the fucking love witch who kept having d- people drink wine out of carafes and flasks and shit like that. Yeah. And she had some fucking love witch potions in there. Yeah. And now they're all dead. You don't know what kind of tampon they're putting in your drink. Right. Exactly. Look out for tampon drinks. Um, I. Fuck. I mean, what am I even getting out of being here? Like I talked to the people. Mm-hmm. I might go home. Like I made an appearance. Okay. I talked to the people. Okay. What is like? She do? It's not like this motherfucker is giving me a better grade on my fucking class because I hang out more. Yeah, he fucking hates like, you. We had our conversation. Goodbye. Yeah. Irish goodbye, as we call it. Uh, she, again, drinks more because she's uncomfortable and stays for sure. So they're talking. She takes a sip or two of this new drink. And she is trying to make conversation with Dr. Grant and says that, like, Dr. Walsh is weird. And Dr. Grant is like, yeah, and in his spare time, he likes to paint people being eaten by bears. The fuck? And that's what Mary said. And he's like, yeah, fucking weird. Like, I'm just like, who are who surgeons? Are these people? Who is performing my surgeries? What the fuck like, What is going on? So then we see her POV. Because I never really thought about that. Like, the kind of person you that need adop- to be to, mm-hmm. like, A, like, get to the point of being a surgeon like yeah. you have to fucking kill it like yes. you have to you have be to be top of your game so mati- because otherwise you will kill it people for sure yeah and then the desire to cut into cut human skin into a person i mean I really we're not i'm it. not saying like all surgeons are fucking masochistic sadistic Fucks. No, I I'm mean, just I'm not like, saying that at all. Probably... It's just like a general question. Like yeah. I, I never even considered like, oh, like even if you're not masochistic or anything or yeah. whatever, like just the the actual doing of it. I know it's interesting. It's yeah, there's definitely a there's definitely a very specific type of brain that could do what these people have to do. Right. Even yeah. to like in school all like right yeah just to like get to that level and the the pressure and everything and i'm sure (laughs) that there is some crossover of people that are that have a very specific brain that also doesn't serve them in normal society sometimes like psychopaths yeah (laughs) yeah um (laughs) so then we see her pov 
of Dr. Grant talking and her vision is getting blurry. No. What the motherfuckers? Yeah. (sighs) He's yammering on and on and on and her vision is bad. And he says, you seem to be doing better financially. New clothes, new stethoscope. Never thought I'd see you at one of these. And she's just like, I don't feel good. And she's like kind of having trouble standing up. And he offers to have her lie down somewhere. And he's kind of like walking her to the back part of the apartment. Mm -hmm. And she is out of it because she can like barely stand. And we can see that she's like not taking in her surroundings because as they're walking back to the back part of the room, they walk past like a bar and there's a woman laying on the bar and there are three dudes just like jerking off on her. Oh my God. And Mary can barely stand. Grant leads her into the bedroom and pushes her onto the bed. She's laying you know, perpendicular to the head of the bed and her head is kind of like off the back of it. And he grabs a camera and pins her down and she obviously can't do anything. This seemed like a little bit different than a roofie in the sense that I guess I don't fully know. (sighs) She was conscious, but seemed like she couldn't do anything. Like, she it didn't seem like she, the roofie like made her like pass out if that makes sense but then also I guess I like I, roofie is it's, okay. like, makes you, it's like you're blackout drunk you're blackout okay but like you're not like unconscious not okay. necessarily okay so then yeah probably a roofie and um he's filming the whole thing and he kind of like starts like choking her and like putting his hands in her mouth and filming the whole thing and this then, is very upsetting yeah um and then he and then he rapes her and it's like, I, I've never seen, I've never seen, I've never watched a rape scene that, that was as, as upsetting as this one. This was, uh, just very, uh, realistic. It was a, it was a bummer. Really upsetting rape scene. <laughs> uh, I mean, aren't they all? Th- <clears throat> yeah. There was just the way that it was shot. It was like, I felt, I didn't feel like I was watching. Mm-hmm a movie with a rape in it. I felt like I was watching a rape and that was upsetting. uh, Revenge. Yeah. I thought, I thought I totally thought of you having watched that, that I was like, this feels Mm -hmm. like that. So then we cut to daybreak and she's in the same room in the same dress and she's kind of waking up in bed and looking around, doesn't really know where she is. And we see that he's fucking like asleep next to her. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, you, the shamelessness like mm-hmm. it goes beyond raping someone in that you felt mm-hmm. comfortable Don't enough care. to like sleep next to her like it was you just like no fucks, yeah. yeah it mm-hmm. just like went to like a whole other planned level. And yeah yeah that's really 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 disgusting yeah so she's trying to get up and she's clearly like in pain and just like softly crying mm-hmm. cut to her stone-faced heading back down the elevator you know, makeup down her face and stuff. Cut to her walking into her apartment. The music has now previously 
the music has either been just whatever the music is for the scene or the classical music that she plays when she's doing mm-hmm. surgery. The music has now changed to I'm going to fuck sh- shit up in a really fucked up way. Mm-hmm. She now tips over her table of textbooks. Kim, what do you do and what does Mary decide to do? Uh, I don't even like know where we are. Like, what, she's in what? her apartment now. So she's come home. Like in life, right now, in this moment, whatever like, I don't you understand the question, whatever you want, it can be down the line. It can be a decision she makes right now. It can be what she does immediately. Um, uh, she's gonna kill him. What do you do? I fuck my life. I'm going to go to the police. Okay. And it's going to be traumatic and horrible. Yep. And I'm going to do it and get him arrested and put in jail. Yep. Because he deserves to go there. Motherfucker. That's one and a half points. Unfortunately, you won't know why it's a half point until much, much later. Cutter putting on lipstick in her dingy bathroom mirror again. And she paints a black beauty mark on her face with eyeliner. And she's wearing like kind of like a leathery type of mini dress, black mini dress. And she's got her black rubber gloves and she comes out of the bathroom. Billy from the club Mm -hmm. and the bouncer, Lance, are in her apartment. And Mm -hmm. they say to her, just uh, call us when you're done and we'll come pick him up. And she says, oh, I I won't be done until tomorrow night. Billy and the bouncer leave. She then pours herself a glass of wine, turns on some sexy music. She walks a little further into her apartment. And we see that she set up an entire operating room. And someone is strapped to the table. It's Dr. Grant. Oh, shit. And he's got this contraption in his face that like keeps his eyes and mouth open and he's uh duct taped to the table and she just walks over and she says I quit med school today I'm guessing you thought I went into prostitution and that's why you invited me to that party last night I didn't and uh she's numbing his face with needles and he's just crying and whimpering and she calmly says please hold still She says, I'm changing specialties. Have you ever heard of body modification? Me neither. You know how you're always telling me surgeons can't make any mistakes? Well, I've come up with a list of the most popular procedures that I'm going to practice on you tonight. (laughs) Yes, I love this. She says, Fuck you, motherfucker. She says, There's tongue splitting, and he makes like a a whimper noise. And she Mm -hmm. goes, I know. There's implants, teeth filing, genital modification, voluntary amputation, and I want to get it all done tonight. We have about 14 hours of surgery ahead of us, so (laughs) I want to make sure we get it all done in one session. Then we see her pull his tongue out of his mouth, and the camera pans over to ancient pictures of surgery and how they like, like drawings of people Mm -hmm. like you know, chiseling into people's Mm -hmm. femurs and shit like that. And we just hear screaming. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. 
Good. But I'm fine with Great. this. Yep. I'm in. I'm totally fine with what's happening. Cut to close up of a split tongue grabbing a popsicle stick. If you can picture it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And pans out and it's Mary in a body modification shop. And the chick's tongue who's split uh, is she's like testing it. She's like, it looks like it's healing really nicely. And the chick, she's got like a mohawk, a bunch of tattoos. And Mary says, you know, how do you like it? And she's like, I fucking love it. And she's like, come back any other time you want to express yourself. So there's another dude in the waiting room and he's looking at like a lookbook and he comments on her lookbook and he's like, wow, genital modification. Um, he's like, the dude must've been really hardcore. And she's like, yep, pretty hardcore. And uh, she's like, so what can I do for you today? You know, there's, it's not just what's in the lookbook. I can do lots of things. And he says, uh, yeah, I was thinking of, uh, getting some piercings. And she's like, do I look like I do fucking piercings? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, Lance. And she calls Lance big bouncer dude comes in puts a bag over the kid's head and like drags him out. (laughs) Oh my God. Cut to her outside uh, about to get into her car. I don't know, whatever. (sighs) And a dude drives up in a black car. It's a detective. And he comes up and he's asking her about Dr. Grant. And she's a phenomenal actor. She is just like, I haven't seen him since I uh, quit med school. And the detective is like, well, we got your name because it appears he wasn't what he seemed. He was a sexual deviant. And she just goes, oh, my gosh, I never would have guessed that. And she says, and the detective says, well, Dr. Walsh gave us your name on a list of people who may have had something against him. Oh, shit. And she says, oh, my God, I can't imagine why. And the detective is like, well, why do you think you were on that list? She goes, I mean, I guess he was a pretty tough instructor and people could have thought he picked on me. But, you know, other than that, I don't really know. I don't really know him. And he says, "Okay, well, call us if you think of something. And she just goes, thanks. With a big smile, he gets into the car and her face turns back to stone. And then the bouncer, Lance, walks up and smiles and he just goes, titties and (laughs) shrimp. (laughs) Meaning like, let's go go to the titty bar. Yeah. And um, so now we cut to Billy in the club and he's screaming drunk like just like and someone hands him a basket of shrimp and I was like I don't think I'm gonna go ahead and eat shrimp at a strip club I feel like if I'm gonna eat shrimp I want it to be like an expert shrimp maker doing it uh who am I to judge I don't know maybe I'm missing out on the best shrimp I've ever had you don't know I don't know maybe that's where the expert shrimp that's true who am I to say who am I to say Let's get some titty shrimp. So also, I'm sure there was a time and place where you would absolutely eat some titty shrimp. Like, you're right. Like, no, you're the, completely right. The amount right. that we've basically done that. No, you're totally right. It's not exactly that. But who am I? We've basically done that. Who am I kidding? I was once a titty shrimp connoisseur. Exactly. So then we see Billy watching someone on stage dancing and it kind of looks like Betty Boop. And then it slow-mo pans in. It's Mary. What? Dancing. And Billy is into it. Mm. 
and she's like dancing and like looking right at him. It's all in slow-mo. It's like pretty fucking hot. And then she picks up a customer's beer and dumps it all over herself. But when she dumps it all over herself, we see that it's actually blood. And she's like rubbing it all over herself. And then we hear, how's the shrimp? Billy snaps out of it. He was imagining it. Mm-hmm. It was Betty Boop the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mary is right there. And she says, yeah, I'm here to have coffee with Betty Boop. She, you know, she won't, basically she won't stop bugging me about it. So I'm going to like go have coffee with her. And she says to Billy, she's like, do you have any jobs for me? And he's like, no, I don't. She's like, why not? And he's like, I, I don't know. I guess people don't make me as mad as, I don't know. And she's like, well, people still make me mad. I'm like, so now she's like getting a Jones for like doing Mm -hmm. this. And Mary tells him she's like a detective visited me today. And uh, she's like, I don't know. I don't know what Dr. Walsh knows because I was blacked out. So I don't know if he knows that Dr. Grant raped me. And Billy offers to take care of him. Kim, Mm -hmm. what do you do? What does Mary do? To take care of Dr. Walsh. Hmm. But obviously take care of him is in quotation marks. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. That. I didn't do the quotation marks. I want to make sure it was clear. He didn't mean like bring him some soup. And I'll take care of him. I'll bring him some titty yeah. shrimp. He'll be good. <laughs> that takes care of everybody. Um, I have got. Oh, fuck. Hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Here are my thoughts. Let's hear it. I was going to say my revenge hath been had. Ah. But then I recalled that Dr. fucking Walsh is the one who invited me to the fucking party and right. gave me my second fucking drink. Right. Therefore, I think I say fuck yes and so does she. And I don't even care if that keeps me fucking alive or not because fuck that motherfucker hand in hand. Hmm. Maybe it'll keep you alive. I'll give you a point. That's not what she does. Mm. She says, kind of like, I'll just slow your roll. I'll let you know, kind of thing. Mm. Good for her. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'm going to head out with Betty Boop. Now we cut to Betty and Mary walking down the street with coffee. And Betty is like, I'm taking you somewhere you'll really get a kick out of. And Mary's like, I don't really want to be taken somewhere that I will get a kick out of. Like I, I just <laughs> want to keep things non-kicking. I want to be chill. <laughs> and they walk into Ruby's apartment. Ruby is not there, but Betty Boop says she had something she wanted me to give you. Oh, I don't know where she is. She gets bored easily. Like meaning she just kind of like ups, ups and leaves. And Mary is kind of just like looking around her apartment and she sees uh, various pics of Ruby and different dudes. And Betty's or Mary takes like one picture off of like a mirror and like looks at it. And she's like, I didn't know uh, Ruby had a boyfriend. Betty's like, she has lots of boyfriends. Then she's like, oh, I found what I was looking for. And it's like a card with like information written on it. And she says, abstract.com, which is like that body modification site, wants Mary to work on someone. And basically, like, 
Mary, like Dr. Mary is like mm-hmm. gaining notoriety, right. even though like people don't know who she is. Right. She's doing all these cool things. And Betty Boop is like, they're in town for one week. I'm sure Billy will let you use his office to meet with them. Cut to the Soska sisters. Uh, walking into the club, getting out of the car, walking into a club. And they basically are like, have a, are sewn up their backs. Like it looks like they've turned their backs into a corset. Like there's rings going up their back that are then uh, corseted together with ribbon. But like there's like no they're cor- back to back. They're back. Like their skin, their back. They've their turned- backs are connected. Uh, back to back. No, each of them has like a skin oh, corset. They're back. Yeah. I thought they were like together. No, and they're I not was together. Like, that seems complicated. Yeah. For no, 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 no. Walking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That would be difficult. No, they each have their own... Corsets up their own back. Yeah, they each have their own skin corset backs. backs. Got it. Uh, And as they walk in, one of the sisters, like, calls the dancer that's dancing over. Like, is like, this is all done just, like, silently. Calls her over. Um, It's a dancer with, like, a mohawk, which I thought was cool. I was like, what an alternative dancer. That's neat. Calls her over. Um... Soska's sister starts making out with her like just like fucking making out and then all of a sudden the dancer starts screaming and Soska's sister just throws her a wad of cash and we see that she like bit the dancer's tongue and just like (laughs) threw her a bunch of cash uh then they walk into the back and we cut to Mary talking to the sisters and they have this like really um thick German accent and they tell her you're like really fucking famous. They call you they call you Bloody Mary. Ooh, and, good name. Yeah. And they tell her that they want to be more connected than sisters. And they use the example of like should something happen to one of us uh then that body dies completely with them. So they're like, we want you to switch each of our left arms. You give me her left arm. I give her my left arm. Mm -hmm. And Mary's like, no problem. And they're like, and one more thing. And they show her a picture, like a blueprint, basically. We want you to do this so that we feel more ourselves. More connected to each other and more connected to ourselves is what they said. And they're like, money is no issue. Kim, Hmm? looking at this picture, which we haven't seen, but she definitely like looks at it and there's like a face of just like, what the fuckity fuck? What do you do? What does Mary do? Um, uh, let's see. I, okay. I think she does it. Okay. And I think that, um, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I think I think I got to figure it out, though. And I don't think this is the route. I think I'm going to think I'm going to start afresh, start a new somewhere else, start a new somewhere else. OK. And uh, also, I think we should switch our left arms. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Then I'd have one beautiful hand. Oh, oh I forgot about that. No, it's fine. We would just do the jobs together. <laughs> teamwork yeah, be fine i don't want your tiny little hand you're a monster <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Although I could get tattoos then. Yeah, you I'll could. get tattoos on my left side. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, but what would I I'd be giving? Let's see what tattoos I'd be giving you. Oh, I'd be giving you some of my favorite tattoos. I want to get my own tattoos. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't want your tattoos. I think we're going to have to put this idea on the back burner. <laughs> Guys, we thought we were going to switch left arms, but it looks like we have some more. I don't know. We have to talk for them. Yeah, we have to yeah. talk. For we got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, what is what's on your right arm? Uh, my right arm is Harry Potter oh. and Susan and soon to be Allison Hatter. Do I have more than that on this arm? I think it's no, it's just it's just those. I think I'd arm. prefer the Harry Potter. Okay. As opposed to what's on this one? This too shall pass. That's a really good one. Oh, and my grandma's address. You don't need my grandma's address. Exactly. And, and you don't Eric's. need and Eric's initial. Yeah. My dragonfly is cool though. I don't want it. You're a bitch. But I do want to get your tattoo on your arm that becomes my arm. Oh, the one that I want to get, which was going to be on my left arm. Well, I'm going to get it on my right. I'm going to take your right arm, get it on my right arm. <laughs> okay. I'll keep my beautiful hand model okay. arm uh, clean. Great. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, cool. Well, guys, we've re- we've come to something here. Yeah. Uh, if I- you still want to get it on your left, then we can have matching tattoos Aww. on your arms. Oh, my God. Matching tattoos on my arms. Uh, that's so fun. And we'll do all our hand jobs together. Great. Can't wait to do some joint hand jobs with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They Kim, pay very well. What, what? does, what is, okay, so Mary does what? it. What do you do? I oh, don't. you're moving on. I don't does do she it. do it? Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm taking both my arms and I'm starting to And I'm to getting do. out of here. Yeah. All right. So Mary is like, how's Friday? Cut to Mary having a drink with Billy at the bar and she shows Billy the blueprint and she's like, I'm going to need help to do this. Oh, shit. She's like, they need to be operated on at the same time. Right. And I only have my two hands. And he and she's like, do you know anyone good? And he says, I know someone awful who owes me. She's like, great. That'll do. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like, cool. So now we cut to Mary in red scrubs with some other doctor. And she says to the twins that are on the table, she says, when you wake up, you'll be more connected to yourselves and to each other. And they like hook pinky fingers across the tables. And then the anesthesia is administered and the fingers drop. Not off their hands. They drop their linked fingers. They don't just like suddenly have their fingers drop off. Right. But thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. So then the doctor that she's working with starts speaking German to her. And all we hear is German, 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 blah, 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 Dr. Mengele. And she's like, what? And he's like, twins, yeah? And she's like, oh, yeah. You know who Dr. Mangala is, right? Uh, I do, but like he did what? He was the most terrifying Nazi doctor, but he was obsessed with twins. Right. So he's making a reference of like, Dr. Mangala. Right. And she's like, no, thanks. I don't want to be associated with him. Thank you, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Mangala is fucking terrifying. Last podcast on the left did like a whole series on dr mangala oh thank you that's what eric said too i was like let's listen he was like can we not i don't want (laughs) to hear this so i had to listen all by myself uh but he's there's also a theory that like there's a town in brazil i believe where there is an inordinate amount of 
twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The probability of that many twins is as ludicrous as the probability of you getting so many dead or alives wrong. Uh huh. And so Mm -hmm. they they have a theory that Dr. Mangala escaped to Brazil and like has been doing fucking right. What the fuck? Anyway. So Mary is like, cool, 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 cool. Like, just be my sous chef surgeon buddy and be quiet. Turns on her uh, classical music and the other surgeon starts kind of like dancing like a goof. And I'm like, I don't want goofy dancing on my surgeons. (laughs) I didn't know that that was a requirement that I had, but I do now know that it's a requirement. So then we have a montage of the surgery and it's sawing off the arms, switching the arms, cutting into the face. And we see like that something is being like inserted under their eyebrows to like make them be more prominent and then like making their ears pointy and things like that. And then Mary takes her mask off. She's done, looks at the blueprint and like is satisfied and then we see the blueprint and it is like basically a drawing of this like pointy demon woman thing mm-hmm. with just like pointy shoulders and pointy eyebrows and pointy nose and pointy ears and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, damn. Cut to her now sitting in her apartment and the twins are on two beds like in recovery and she's just sitting on her couch staring forward. Cut to Billy throwing someone down the stairs at the club who has a bag over his head and Uh we just have like a pov of like somebody looking out through the bag and just because it's like a plastic bag and just like billy like beating the shit out of him cut to mary walking into like a warehouse type place like a deserted warehouse type place and we just hear moaning and we're like what is that she walks in it's Dr. Grant mm-hmm. hanging mm. by hooks mm. in his back skin. Mm-hmm. Now a quadruple amputee. Whoa. And his mouth sewn shut. She's like, hey, I'm just here to take some pics for my new website. She's like, oops, mm, that one looks infected. She's like, you should have seen me tonight. My work has gotten stronger thanks to you. Much better than the work I did on you. And he's like snotting everywhere because like that's the only Mm -hmm. orifice in his Mm -hmm. face that anything can come out of because his mouth is like sewn shut. But not like it's like like well sewn, Mm -hmm. like very Mm -hmm. uh, clean lines or no lines, I should say. And she like lifts up his head and she's like, oh, it's disgusting. Referring to him just like snotting all over himself. And she's like, what are we going to do today? And she's like looking at him. She's like, I could redo this one. Practice makes perfect, you know, and surgeons can never fuck up. Mm -hmm. You taught me that. Yeah, you did. And she's just looking at thwack. Mary is knocked out cold (gasps) to the ground. Fuck camera turns it's some fucking security guard who's just like what the fuck and he's like don't worry sir i'll get i'll get you down what the fuck what the fuck is this and he's like trying to like get him down like lower the chains or whatever thwack mary wakes up we have talked about hitting forever 
or stabbing forever. Many or times. forevering forever. Forevering forever. We have actually never seen or imagined hitting forever because that's what Mary did and we had no idea what hitting forever looked like. Oh, no, I've seen it. It was... Uh, your next did it. Okay. Mm, this felt like else. 20 minutes of the movie was her hitting someone over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. It Meat was... tenderizer is the moment that oh, I'm referring okay. to. Yeah, so this was a real... Which is how real, we found our favorite weapon. Real meat tenderizer moment. Got it. She appeared to have been Good hitting him with his own billy club. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks because he's an innocent person, is, so I yes. don't actually it feel does, good about that. No, I don't feel I good do about that. To, I want other people to be hit forever. Exactly. I did not want him to be hit forever. He was just, um, I was but about she to say. definitely has a lot of anger. Yeah, rightfully so. Sort of casual, casual damage. No, collateral, collateral damage. damage. That's what I was looking for. She then walks over to Doctor Grant, who is just laying belly down whimpering obviously he can't fucking go anywhere he was just dropped she stands over him and tases him right in the neck but i think it killed him mm-hmm. it's unclear but i'm pretty sure it killed him mm-hmm. so then we cut to billy beating the shit out of baghead basement dude and he gets a call and he's like yeah thanks for calling back can you give mary a call please now we cut to someone walking into Ruby Doll's boudoir. Ruby is there at the mirror. She's got her like beautiful negligee or like robe or whatever. And it's a gentleman who walks up behind her. Um, and it appears to be the dude from the picture that mm-hmm. Mary looked at. And he puts a necklace on her from behind. She then turns around and smiles and her skin looks plastic. Like, I don't know how they did it. It looks fucking plastic. She turns around. She opens her robe and it's her doll body. Mm -hmm. No nipples, no vagina. And the dude looks at her and like freaks out. Like, doesn't say anything, but is like, what the fuck did you do? So now we cut to Mary at the club. And the bouncer, Lance, has grabbed her some food and she's just kind of sitting in a booth with him, stone-faced, and he's eating. And he's like, are you upset? And she's like, of course I'm upset. And he says, about the two dead guys? And she goes, it affects me. And it was like a beautiful read on that line. Like I was like, this was gorgeous it was as if she was trying to convince herself but also convince Lance and it's like it does affect her but does she wish it affected her more or does it affect her so much like all of that was in this Mm -hmm. reading of this one Mm -hmm. line it was gorgeous then Lance tells her a story and he says you know a kid broke into my mom's house my mom heard it and she grabbed an umbrella and headed downstairs and he's like what she thought she was going to do with an umbrella I don't know but she goes downstairs The kid grabs the umbrella from her and he beats the shit out of her, punctures her eye, broken Mm -hmm. ribs, all this stuff. And then he kicks her cell phone far enough away that she can't call for help and she can't get to it. She was found three days later. Mm -hmm. She had to be in the hospital for four months. And he says, what I wouldn't give to have known you back then when I found that little fucker. And he says, don't ever devalue what you do, Mary. 
Mm. Don't waste a minute thinking about them after you're done. Wow. And she says, is that a milkshake? And he hands her a milkshake. She drinks it and she just says, thank you, Lance, for the milkshake and for Mm -hmm. whatever. Cut to her walking into her apartment and she wakes up the Soskas now. Uh, Or says, like, you can go now. Then we see them get into a car, all bandaged up. And I was like, I really wanted to see. We didn't get to see. I really Mm. wanted to see it. Could have been, like, a budgetary thing that it's, like, you know. Mary is now packing up her apartment. She's moving. Cut to her now in a photo shoot in, like, a studio taking pictures of her subjects. And it's, like, a voiceover speech. And she's like, don't be self-conscious. No judgment here. Feel free to express yourself. You'll receive your procedure in a safe environment and it'll be cost effective, a supportive environment. And she's like, but it is a hard price, uh, hard to put a price on feeling yourself at last. And then we see who she's taking a picture of. And it's like a woman with like self-inflicted back scars that are in like a swirly, whatever. And then a dude with only one hand like being like, thanks for taking my hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a lady with heart nipples. Somehow she's turned her nipples into hearts. Mm. And then a dude with horns. And that dude with horns, after she's done her little speech, um, voiceover speech, she's like, you know what I want done next, Mary? Cut to some sort of infected skin something <laughs> that has some sort of piercing in it. What? I learned later that that some sort of infected skin something was a penis. But it didn't look like that anymore. And (sighs) it's Mary in her operating room and it's the same guy and it's the dude pulling up his pants and she's like, he says, I thought you meant no sex, not masturbation as well. And she's like, you would think common sense would have told you otherwise, but I guess I wasn't clear enough with you, penis guy. So uh, then the phone rings. Or she's like, you know, it'll be fine in a little bit. Just like, don't fucking pull at your genital yes. modification, idiot. And then the phone rings and it's the detective. And he's like, can I come up? And she's like, oh, sure. And then she like kicks penis guy out. She's like, penis guy, you got to get out of here. Go to the back. Blah, blah, blah. She closes up the operating space. She now lives in this like giant like warehouse kind of thing. And she can like close off an entire section of it. And that's where like the operating room is. And, uh, uh, close it. And I wrote, oh, I wrote, it's a delish apartment. Like it's just a really Mm. gorgeous, like warehouse space that she's turned into a living area. And the detective is at the door and, and he says, was that your boyfriend referring to the guy that was like running away? And she's like, "Mm -hmm, one of them. And he said, and the detective says, it's a much nicer place than the last one. She's like, I like it. Do you want some water? And he's like, sure. And she says, did you find Dr. Grant? And the detective is like, nope. And now Dr. Walsh is missing too. Oh, So we ne- learn that baghead basement dude is Dr. Mm-hmm. Walsh. And he says they were both into hosting these sex parties. As his back is turned. They're not sex parties. They're rape parties, they're motherfucker. Rape par- yeah, exactly. Uh, as his back is turned, we see her put something into his water. And then he says the girls at these parties were drugged and videotaped. Do you know anything about that, Mary? And Mm. she says, no, I don't. And he says, 
I think you do. All those other girls were on the tapes. And she says, was I on the tape? Cut to, as this is happening, Billy watching the tape and really upset. Like somehow he got a hold of the tape and that Mm -hmm. may have been why it was the catalyst to go get Dr. Walsh and Mm -hmm. keep him in the basement. Back to the detective and he says that she wasn't on the tape. And he says, but I think you were at the party and I think he hurt you. But I can't help you if you don't tell me. Kim, what do you do? What does Mary do? So he's, they're both holding water now. I think, uh... So he says, I want to help you. I think I don't need his help. Okay. And I don't think he has anything on me. And okay. I'm going to keep living my body modification life. Okay. And uh, fuck off. Uh, I mean, thank you for your help and service. But, uh, <laughs> I don't need it. I figured okay. it out myself. Okay. Um, ugh, I have a bad feeling that she... going to do something to him just doesn't seem like the best idea Uh. (laughs) your face looks really weird right now thank you (laughs) doesn't look like your face whose face is it i don't know it looks like a little doll face oh it was real squishy can i have something something to tell you i've decided to modify my body to look like a squishy doll (laughs) In my face face area. Fuck you. Okay. Um, I guess I'll say that she does something to him. Like that she put a roofie in his drink or something. And then. Okay. Uh, uh, Takes care of him. No points. Okay. As he's about to take a drink of his water which we already saw her put something into, she quickly grabs and says, oh, there's a chip in this glass. I'm so sorry about that. Let me get you another. Good job, girl. Yeah. She dumps the water out, gives him another. Another. (laughs) I don't know why I couldn't say that word. Um, And she says, you know, but I I don't want to talk about it and politely sees him out. So then she makes a call to her Nana. And she's like, I'm sorry, I missed your call. What? cut to her deleting her Nana's contact from her phone. So basically her Nana died, which is like the last tie to humanity that she has kind of. So now we cut to her in a club and someone points her in the direction of where Billy is. Basically she walks into the back room and Billy is getting a blowy and he's like shocked to see Mary And he's got his hand on the back of her head and he gets embarrassed and like she kind of like gags and it's like really upsetting like to see. And he like tosses her aside Mm. and is sort of like, what what can I do for you, Mary? Cut to Billy and Mary at a booth and she's like, Dr. Walsh is missing. Do you know anything about that? And she's like, and he like doesn't say anything. And she's like, did you see the tape, Billy? And he doesn't answer, but also does answer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clear that he did. And he says, I had the best of intentions. And, um, but then he says, but no, I didn't watch the tape. So, like, he admits to, like, yeah, I took Dr. Walsh, but, like, I didn't see the tape. 
So then they both look over to the bar and they see a bartender like secretly pocket cash. And Mary looks to Billy and says, do you want me to take care of that for you? I do owe you one. And he's like, no, no, we're just going to scare him. And she's like, I can scare him. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll let I'll let you know if mm-hmm. I need backup. She stares at him. He chugs his drink and she's like, excuse me, I need to powder my nose. Now, I'm very confused about what happened. So bear with me. It may be something that I need to postmortem. She seemed really uncomfortable about like catching Billy getting a blowy from that chick. She walks into the bathroom. There are three girls standing at the mirror doing their makeup. They see Mary come in. Two of them run away as if they're like scared of her. Mary says to the third girl, crazy day, huh? The third girl says, yep, pretty crazy. And then that girl leaves. As this is happening, we see slash hear that someone is in a stall like hiding from her Mm -hmm. and like breathing heavily and scared. We get the sense that Mary also knows someone is in the stall and she pulls out this giant surgical machete. That's the only way I can describe it. It was definitely a machete type thing, but also my surgical surgical machete. machete. And someone is breathing in the stall behind her. And she's like tauntingly setting up her whole surgery shit and like snapping her black rubber gloves on. And then she opens the stall and it's blowy girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like terrified and she like pulls her out of the stub, the stub, stall. And it's like she's going to fuck her up with surgery. Mm-hmm. And then she like sees a camera and we see her in the camera and then she like stops and like pulls the girl outside of the club and she just is like and the girl is like terrified and she's like wrong place wrong time wrong dick in your mouth but then like lets her go so I'm like was she mad like I'm did her and Billy have a thing did her and Billy have a thing I don't it was very confusing so I kind of want to post-mortem that I guess he had a thing for her but I didn't know she had a thing for him right right or a thing that everyone knew about in general yeah so it's really weird I want to post-mortem it it could be this could very well be a thing where it's like I'm taking notes and I missed something very obvious I'm not sure so Sammy's if you've seen this movie I'm fully aware that that could have been what happened but I was confused so cut to Billy watching the tape of Mary giving him a massage that very first day she then comes in behind him sexily she starts kissing on him and giving him a lap dance kissing him stab she fucking stabbed him he throws her off And he's like, daydream. He wakes up. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So cut to Billy at the bar looking rough. Like just looking like I don't know how to handle my life right now. Mary comes up silently to the bar in real life and he pours her a drink. And she says to him, do you think I'm crazy? And Billy says, no. And she said, someone told me that you were afraid of me. Is that true? And he says, no. And then he says, Beatrice quit today. Stopped answering my calls. Stopped coming in. That's dancers for you. 
And Mary is like, yeah, I didn't, that's weird. I didn't think that Beatrice had the balls for that, but I guess people can surprise you. And then Billy says, have you ever been to LA? And she's like, no. And he's like, do you want to go? Kim, Hmm? what do you do? What does she do? Oh my God. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Shit's gotten weird. Shit has gotten weird. This has all gone too far. Can I just go back to medical school? I remember those days. Yeah. Those were so long ago. When you were just trying to figure out how to pay your phone bill, but you weren't also denippling people. Right. God damn it. All right. All right. You know what? Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Um, fuck. Go to LA. Mm hmm. I mean, I, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I've seen this movie and I don't know what you should do. Uh, I don't. Fuck. Maybe she goes. I can't get a read on her. Okay. She's losing it. Um, <laughs> also, because maybe they have a thing, question mark. I don't question understand mark. what's going on there. Full, so maybe, full yeah. question mark. Question mark in bold. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So. And then uh, what do I do? Fuck me. God damn it. I'm going to start anew. <laughs> Again. With Billy in LA? No. Okay. I'm going to just go away from all of this and start anew. One point for you. I mean, I don't know. a different country? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get the fuck out of this country. Yeah. I'm sure the German, I'm sure the German Soska sisters will like put you up somewhere and I'm sure they know people that could like change your identity for you. Yeah. Like go fucking live in Germany. I'll keep being Bloody Mary. That's cool. Yeah. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. But I should probably get out of this country. Yeah. I agree. And probably stop killing people. Yeah. From now on. Yeah. From now, from this point forward. Right. We can't go back in time. No. We can't correct the mistakes we already made. Excuse me. We can me. only move forward. Right. So. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I agree. And then you think she goes? I don't know, man. So she doesn't go. So one, that one point for you. I don't know that Billy is like the most reliable knight in shining armor, but I'm also like, it couldn't hurt to not be here anymore. Yeah. So maybe go to, I don't know, but she doesn't go. And he's, so he's like, you should come with me. And he's kind of like over explaining what the road trip is. Cause she's not saying anything. So mm-hmm. he's clearly nervous. And then she's just kind of like, I'll think about it. And she's like, maybe I need a change too. Thanks for the drink. And he says, call me. And she says, I will. Goodbye, Billy. I was like, that felt like a goodbye, goodbye. So cut to her walking up her stairs, going into her new delish apartment. And the phone rings. And Mary's like, Beatrice? And Beatrice is on the other end. And she's like, I, I didn't want to tell them. And we cut to Beatrice. She's beaten the fuck up in her own apartment. Like, absolutely mutilated and obliterated and mary is like what you didn't want to tell who what attacked 
she's struggling struggling some guy has come into her apartment and is like attacking her and then I it's like they're struggling and struggling I'm like did she bite him stab him because they kind of both fall to the ground and like he like appears injured and then we see his face and we see a flashback to I didn't know Ruby had a boyfriend and it's the guy that gave her the necklace that was so mad at all of her body modifications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we see now that Mary is also stabbed really badly mm-hmm. in her apartment. Kim, mm-hmm. what do you do? What does Mary do? <laughs> You're stabbed, bitch. Where am I stabbed? In your abdomen. And it appears, I don't know how it happened, but it appears that the attacker is now out of commission like he is appears to no longer be a threat you either killed him or knocked him out or something uh i think she surgeries herself okay what do you do (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to do any of it anymore (laughs) germany germany uh, you have a stab wound. You, they won't let you on the plane with an open bleeding stab. So you'll have to do something about that first. It's just customs. TSA, they won't uh, let you do it. I guess I'll... I guess I'll... I think I'm going to get an ambulance and have someone else surgery me. I think that's the right choice to stay alive. Instead, she crawls to her surgery space in her apartment, opens the big giant door, crawls into the operating space, and we hear the same music from the suturing of the turkey beginning part. Mm-hmm. She can't stand. She knocks over a table with a bunch of surgical tools on it. And I'm like, oh, well, now they're not sterile. Mm-hmm. And she fucking sutures herself without even looking, like just does it by feel. Owies. Yeah. Cut to cop lights outside. Looking all over her apartment, just covered in cops, removing her pet bird. And we see the dead guy on the ground. Cops all over her apartment. They find her portfolio of Dr. Grant. Mm. And they're just like, barf and what the fuck? Then we cut to the detective walking over to the big giant operating room. Blood everywhere. Mary's body. (gasps) Dead. Shut the fuck up. The end. Shut the fuck up. She died? She fucking died. Well, those tools weren't sterile once you dropped them on the floor. But she's like the best surgeon around. I she know. could surgery herself. I know. But I think you surgery, there, internal bleeding, that's not Yeah, there's good. maybe some other shit going on. Yeah. Like you can close up the wound, but if there's internal bleeding, then you're just you're a bag fucked. of blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all in the right place. So. Wow. Yeah. So complicated. It was so many really feelings. intense. It was really intense. It was really good. It was great. And, like, she's a phenomenal actor. She's really good. You process your feelings. Let me total up your points. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, Sammies. Can't get enough of us? God, you're so greedy. Jeez. Come join us over at our Patreon where we have tons more Kim and Kat for you. Yeah, come get some bone con. That's bonus content. We've got t-shirts. We've got videos with research and fun shit. What else we got? We've got home games so you can play along. Exclusive poll voting things. (laughs) And we have exclusive (laughs) content that you can't get anywhere else. So join us and become an official Sammy at our website, www.kimandcatstayalive.com. You can find Patreon and any of our links on social media at KKSAM Podcast, or just go straight to patreon.com. Search for us there. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you, Sammies. Goodbye. Phenomenal score, Ms. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Wow. You got 17 and a half out of 22 on your questions. Great. Three out of eight on your daughter left. <laughs> I just don't get it. Shockingly bad. For a total score of 20 and a half out of 30. I'll take it. Really impressive. 17 and a half it. out of 22 on your questions. That's really good. That's really, really good. motherfucking day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. god! I it have was... so many feelings. Tell me, tell me a feeling. Just because all of that happened, all of that started because those guys decided to invite her to a deviant to rape a party, party to rape her on purpose. Pretty much to Ruthie and rape her. Pretty much. And I mean, I'm very upset about that. Really, it all started because we don't treat our students with respect and saddle them with debt that they can't pay for true it was uh it was fucking great though yeah it sounded very good i still need to figure out that one scene i was very confused about that so i'm gonna post-mortem that because i'm like if anything (sighs) she seems like more of a feminist where i'd be like i feel like you should be mad at billy for treating that blowy yeah. girl that way so yeah, it was yeah. weird that like she got territorial over Perfect. him yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i must have missed something but um happy women in horror month <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, w- that was american mary <laughs> wrapping it up yep uh and you know it's inspired kim and i to express ourselves by switching arms right oh i already forgot about that yeah great what did we decide you're taking my right arm i'd like your right arm right arm okay but like are you right-handed yep okay well i guess that's good you're right-handed though right yeah uh but i'm saying my brain will still be right-handed right i actually thought about it i didn't verbally say this but i i was thinking i was like well that'll keep my beautiful left hand still really beautiful like i can do all the grunt work with my my very ugly little right hand my troll hand (laughs) i do have a little troll hand Um, it's like all scarred and shit you know because it's like sometimes even i'm like even this taking notes and stuff like that, my my fingers yeah. get a little dented because yeah. of like holding a pen and writing so long and scribbling. I and heard I'm always that. like, oof. I got all my kinds little, of finger dents. My little beautiful my beautiful hand. So it's like it almost benefit me that my right hand can do all the work and that won't be my model hand. Yeah. 
Oh, also, here's also why you can't have my left hand. Because it has my fucking ring on it with my husband. Eric's oh, going to yeah. be so mad that I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll fuck? keep mine for my future husband. For your so future husband. He can also put his ring on my beautiful model Yeah, hand. there you go. Yeah. Oh, what if you... We really That'll figured be, it out. We did. All right. So next time you see us, Kim and I will have each other's right arm. Looking forward to it. Uh, so that this was all been, I have. That was Kim. This is uh, so we're doing a live show. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> doing a live show. It. March fifteenth. Uh, you can follow us at twenty twenty Sam Podcast on all the things that'll have all the informations. Yep. Um, join our Patreon, buy our merch, do all the things do we love you. All the things. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive, maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Bye. Bye. I want to do some more ups. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like waiting for you to be like, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather on a big black block. Okay. Eric's probably going to put that at the end of the episode.